Hey there, my friends, and welcome into another episode of Subscription Web Design. In this one, I want to go through with you something that sets subscription web design apart from pretty much any other style of web design there is. And honestly, this thinking could be expanded to be a lot more broad. Okay, this is actually something that separates um, most traditional businesses from subscription style businesses in a big, big way. And I think once you understand what we're talking about, which is transaction frequency and why the subscription model makes this so much easier, so much better, and so much more consistent, I think that just as I have, you're really going to fall in love with it. Now, this week's episode is sponsored by the Subscription Web Design Mentorship Program. So you can learn more about that at subscriptionwebdesign.com. That's where you can sign up to be on our member calls every other week. Actually, it's the, the second and fourth, or maybe it's the first and third. I think it's the first and third Tuesday of every month. Um, it's all kind of running together on me these days. And that is where uh, we discuss items relevant to your business and talk about where you're at right now and how we can get you to the next place that you need to be. So if you are interested in that, hop over to subscriptionwebdesign.com and you can find out all the details there. Now, one of the things that when you're thinking about a subscription-based business matters quite a bit is the language that you use and the metrics that you track. Okay, so whereas a customer in most businesses is going to be somebody who comes in and they transact every once in a while and the business has to work really, really hard in order to get that customer to come back in through the door and then they can start running the numbers and doing the analytics that they need to do to see what the transaction frequency is and how they can bump it up. When you're in a subscription-based business, you ultimately have subscribers. Now, you know, fair enough. In my business, I refer to my clients as clients. I work with others who refer to their clients as customers, and that's all fine. At the end of the day, though, when you have a subscription web design business, what you actually have are subscribers, subscribers. And this makes a really big difference because what's going to happen is every single month, your customers, your clients, your subscribers are doing business with you. Okay. They're sending you money every month and you are performing services for them every single month. So, you know, think about Domino's or Pizza Hut, whoever your favorite chain pizza company is. They have metrics on you, okay? They know how often you visit. They know how often other types of people visit. To a certain degree, they have a little bit of demographic and maybe even some psychographic information about desires, wants, needs, interests. And what they have to do is figure out what buttons to push and in what order and, and, and at what different times of the year in order to make you respond more often and come in and consume their products more often. And this is hard to do, okay? It's a very difficult consideration in business. And it's once you actually, 
you know, have enough data to figure these numbers out, it's certainly doable, right? I mean, uh, you know, Domino's can look back at me and they can say, well, you know, he came uh, here three times last year. And so our goal is to get him to come at least four next year, if not a little more, you know, and, and, and you know, they might decide, well, I'm actually going to focus more on my, on our hardcore you know, customers right now. And so they would create campaigns that would allow them to focus on the people who are maybe coming 10 times and trying to get them to come 15 times to the store. All of those different things are in place. When you are a web designer, you have to think about these things as well. Although, to be honest, most aren't, okay? Most of you are probably not thinking about the fact that I am, even if you're in a traditional sort of web design business scenario, which I know that many of you listening are in that scenario right now, you may or may not actually be tracking how often your customer returns to you for work. And again, it's possible for you to have those kind of numbers. You can know when your client comes back and does work with you. You can actually look at that. You can you can average it out over the last couple of years or however long that you've had a particular client. And it's like, oh, okay, well, they come back and they need something every three months or so. And then the question that you need to ask is, well, how do I increase that? Well, subscription web design takes care of that. And it ties into this concept called transaction frequency. All right. When you have high transaction frequency, that means your customers are coming back again and again and again. And why I love subscription web design is that this is built in. And with each time that your customer makes a payment, affinity is built. Relationship, as long as things are going well, is built. Okay? And that's a powerful thing because it means that your client isn't questioning or wondering whether they're coming back next month. They are automatically because they're being billed in that way. So transaction frequency is a very powerful thing for any business, but with a subscription web design business, you don't have to worry about it. It's literally built in, at least if you use a model like the one that I suggest that you do, which is like a lease to own sort of model. And this is a little bit off topic, but I have had some question uh, lately whether or not that's really subscription-based web design. And uh, I go into this a lot more in depth in, in my course. There's five different models, really, that you can choose from. And the, the reason why I think it is subscription web design, and it's not some other, you know, we're not just talking about payment plans here, is something that I call the assumption of continuity, okay? Now, it might seem like a little distinction, but in my mind, it's a huge distinction. The assumption of continuity is this idea that when you go into a new re relationship with a client, the expectation from all sides is we're going to work together for the rest of time. For the rest of time, your business is going to pay us every single month, and in exchange, we are going to provide whatever it is that you provide, web design, marketing, SEO, social media, Whatever services that you have included in your packages, the ideal would be that they pay for the rest of time and you deliver for the rest of time. Now, hopefully over time, those services go up. In other words, maybe you add new services that you weren't doing before and they become customers for that service as well and you sort of ascend them up what we call your value ladder. 
But regardless of that, the goal is that they always stay with you. Now, we do impose a minimum because we need to make sure that we're being paid fairly and that the clients are getting the most value. In other words, for us to update and maintain and manage a site, you know, and really get it off the ground, we don't want to just build the site and then hand it over. We want to do some work for about the first 18 months or so to make sure that everybody's happy and everything's squared away and things are humming along nicely. So while we do impose a minimum for our clients, and that's part of our contract, and everybody's upfront about that and understanding, just as much we're upfront about and understanding the concept that we want to work together forever. That's really the goal, and that's why it's subscription web design. I want you to subscribe to our company forever, and in turn, we will help you grow your business forever. That's the goal. Okay, so transaction frequency is this important thing to understand in business that, look, even if you're not ready to dive completely into subscription web design right now, take inventory. Do the work to figure out how often your customers are coming back to you, and you might be surprised to find that with subscription web design, that problem would take care of itself. Hope this helped you guys. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Don't forget this one's sponsored by my mentorship program, subscriptionwebdesign.com. You can sign up for a monthly membership today and we will do our best to help you grow your business to the next level from wherever you're at today. Take care. Hey there, it's Steve, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, I'm going to include my contract template for subscription web design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at subscriptionwebdesign.com.